Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Reverend Kay Mortimer with Covenant Truth Ministries, and this is today's edition of Bible Bites. We continue to read through God's Holy Word. Today, my reading is found in Psalm 36 through 39. And so I just want to point out a few thoughts as we go through these scriptures. <clears throat> First of all, in Psalm 36, the author is given to David, and it's established that it is for the chief musician. So this was designed to be a song as well part of their worship. Then I want to read out of this chapter in verse 7. How precious is your loving kindness, O God! Therefore the children of men put their trust under the shadow of your wings. <clears throat> and it just struck me that according to this verse, he, David is saying that it's because, it's because of your precious, costly, valuable, loving kindness and mercy your beautiful and trustworthy mercies, O God. That is the basis for why we can trust you and rest under the shadow of his wings. Oh, it's a beautiful thing to know that God is faithful. Hallelujah. And then in verse 8, talks about they are abundantly satisfied with the fullness of your house. And you give them drink from the river of your pleasures. The, those that put their trust under the shadow of the wings of the Lord are abundantly satisfied with the fullness of his house. It made me think of when the glory cloud came down and filled the house in the tabernacle and in the temple. And also when Isaiah saw the Lord and it said that the train of his robe filled the temple when he saw him. And that's the beauty of being under the shadow of the Almighty and being filled with his presence and with the joy of his presence. Hallelujah. And then in chapter 37, the author also is given to us as uh, David as well. And it's a good thing for us to remember verses 1 and 2, especially today, because there's so much evil that's going on. But we need to remember that they will soon be cut down as grass. They're they're not going to be able to do this forever. I want to read verse 3 through 5 to you. This is a beautiful passage and a wonderful one to commit to memory. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. I encourage you to memorize that scripture. And and all of it is beautiful, every bit of it. But it really... Um, what I wanted to hone in on today is that part of verse 3 that says, Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Beloved, God is faithful. And when we can feed on his faithfulness, it strengthens us because it reminds us that the faithful God has always been with us. He's been faithful thus far. And guess what? He'll be faithful again. He will never leave us nor forsake us. He'll continue to be faithful to us no matter what. Um, so we feed on him, and this is especially true to feed on his faithfulness, especially in times of difficulty, seasons of waiting, or times of transition and days of uncertainty. Oh, hallelujah, we need to remember and feed upon God's faithfulness. Then I want to read verse 23 through 25. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, 
for the Lord upholds him with his hand. I have been young and now I'm old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his descendants begging bread. It's, it's great to remember these things as well. God will order the steps of a good man or a righteous man, those that are um, in line with him and in right standing with him, those uh, Christians and those that are seeking his good way. And the Bible says he delights in his way. Imagine that, that God delights in us. How beautiful and mind-blowing is that, that God delights in us. Hallelujah. In verse 27, this speaks to me about the remedy for sin being repentance and coming into a relationship with Jesus. Depart from evil and do good and dwell forever. None of us can do good. The Bible tells us that. But when we depart from evil, we, we repent and call upon the name of the Lord. Through his righteousness that he imputes to us, we can then do good and he grants to us eternal life. Hallelujah. In verse 31, and this is the last that I'll mention here out of this particular chapter, but it says, The law of his God is in his heart. None of his steps shall slide. And so I love this because it reminds us of the new covenant that was prophesied by Jeremiah 31 and according to the author of Hebrews has come to pass in Hebrews 8, he speaks about it. And it is through the Lord Jesus Christ, that new covenant in Christ, God writes his law upon our own hearts, meaning that it's something internal it's something that is fresh and alive to us. It's not an external um, hammer over our head or duty that we have to fulfill, but it's something that's coming from deep within and our motivation, even from our own heart. Hallelujah. And then in chapter 38, the author here is David as well. He's crying out in a time of anguish, even perhaps some sickness or plague, because he continues mentioning that again in 39. Even his family is maybe turning away from him, it appears. But I want, you to re I want to read to you verse 15 through 16 and 21 and 22. For in you, O Lord, I hope you will hear, O Lord my God. For I said, hear me, lest they rejoice over me, lest when my soul slips, they exalt themselves against me. And then down in verse 21, do not forsake me, O Lord, O my God, be not far from me. Make haste to help me, O Lord, my salvation. Beloved, I know I have been in, and you may have been in, times too where we're, we're crying out in so much anguish or something very bad is going on in whatever the situation is, and we're like, make haste. In other words, hurry up, God. Hurry up. I need you now. I need you now. Come and help me. And David was in that place too, and that's one of the beautiful things about the Psalms. And then in chapter 39, David is giving this also to the chief musician. Now here he, speci he specifies Jejuthun, who also served with Asaph uh, in the music and in the, in the um, tabernacle of David and in the temple. And I just want to end today with reading verse 4 and 5 and with one final comment. For, verse 4 of chapter 39, Lord, make me to know my end and what is the measure of my days, that I may know how frail I am. Indeed, you have made my days as handbreadths, and my age is as nothing before you. Certainly every man at his best state is but vapor. And so, beloved, the reason I wanted to end with that and, and read that to us is because that makes us 
ever mindful and reminds us of the brevity of life. Every one of us is set in earth and we have a lifespan. We don't know what that is. We don't know the very last day we'll live here on this earth. But the point is that we need to understand that there is a brevity to life and there is a calling placed on our life that we need to be doing. And we don't have forever to do that. One of the reasons I'm trying to do so many of these teachings and, and videos and other things is because I recognize that. And this is my calling, my gifting from God. And I want to share as much of God's word with you as I possibly can while I'm still here. So let's remember that we don't have forever. Let's be about our Father's business and do the work that he's called us to do while we still can. May God bless you today and may you be able to join us again for future episodes of Bible Bites. God bless you.